eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast. Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone. As he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, I want to get back to the beat and your roots. How does a beat writer get up to speed? You were with the with the Cincinnati Post up until 1993. You moved on to Denver. How do you uh, how do you get up to speed on the beat? If if that's a if that's a correct question. <laughs> yeah, it's really. Um... You know, I had worked covering AAA ball in Maine, and I was uh, my hometown paper. And then uh, all of a sudden, I'm walking into the Reds spring training in Plant City, Florida, and knocking on the door of Pete Rose's office. And uh, I was scared to death. I mean, it was a pretty daunting experience. And, uh, you know, but I did it for five years. And you remember when I did it, uh, that was when, you know, Pete was suspended for his gambling. Um, March shot was in the news every day. Cincinnati was, there was always something going on. And I always felt like uh, there was just no substitute for getting there early, you know, walking, walking over to players and putting the notebook away and getting to know them a little bit as people maybe what made them tick, uh, what they thought was fair and what wasn't. You know, you really needed to be there every day to have credibility. Um, so it was just one of those, you know, put in the hours, grind, and get the job done. And um, I'll be honest, after about five years of it, I was pretty 
I had almost had enough of beat writing. And then you look at a guy like Hal McCoy, who did it for what, 40 something years, you know, Um, those guys are amazing to me. And, um, you know, but that was a different era. You really don't see many people do it for more than a few years. I think a lot of the young writers look at beat writing as a stepstone to something else. The game of baseball today, how do we make sure it stays relevant? There's so many choices for us out there. How does baseball make sure it stays relevant? Once again, touching on the WBC, I thought that was a great start. I, th- I think it's you've seen excitement at this time of the year for the baseball season that I don't think we've seen for a long time. I th- yeah, we're a week out or, or less than a week now from from opening day. People, the, the true baseball fans are getting up, but I think it touched more than just the true baseball fans. I think worldwide it was home run. Yeah, I mean, we went down there with the Players Association. We did a lot of social media stuff. And, you know, we did stuff with Team Israel. We did stuff with Nicaragua. There was a a player for Nicaragua. Um, I think his name was Juan Montez. He had a handlebar mustache that he played with. And, you know, we I think focusing on the personalities and the human side of these players, you know, with the content that people look for, um, what's the best part of the NCAA tournament? It's watching Jim Laranega dance in the locker room, right? Or players really show their different sides. So I think baseball uh, traditionally to me maybe has been behind basketball and some other sports in putting the focus on the players. You know, obviously, I think in baseball a lot of times it's been about putting the focus on teams But if a guy has a personality uh, like you did when you played, I mean, did people try to stifle that? Did people say, hey, I'm curious, like when you played, you were a guy who liked to talk. Did did veterans say to you, hey, knock it off, don't talk? You know, because that's kind of the the tradition in baseball is if you have a you're a young player and you have a personality, you really can't show it because that's not the way it's traditionally done. Yeah, and I think obviously we're seeing a big change to that. Yeah, I've you know when I have guys on the on the the podcast and we talk about when we came up, it was a a, a bit different. It was pretty much a, a sit down, speak when you're spoken to, and uh, once you earn your stripes and and you prove yourself at this level, well then you can do what you want. But you're right, and and I don't necessarily think that's the best way. Uh, you're seeing a lot of personalities and a lot of players nowadays in in Major League Baseball when you made your move and going over to the players association, um, what have you learned about that side of the ledger? I got my, my education in 1994 on the, on the players association side. Uh, we recently on the podcast, we had Donald fear, one of the most interesting guys, maybe in my life that I've ever met. I, I spent that 94 C, uh, off season when we were on strike and, and Bud Seeley canceled the, the World Series and uh, to have him on and talk about the history of the game from Marvin Miller to him. What have you learned in, in, in your new role? Well, they always said this, but I've really found it out. I think in the past you always thought, well, you know, Don Fear and, and Gene Orza basically tell the players what to do and they do it. And I don't think they realize maybe how engage some players are how intelligent some of these guys are how much they actually care about the game you know and one of the things that we try to emphasize i think is the 
importance of taking care of the game for the next generation. And I know people tune that out. It's like, I want the next generation of players to have it better than I did. But that was why the Players Association stayed strong during all those shutdowns and challenges in the 70s and 80s. You know, uh, the difference now is when you have a, a labor shutdown or whatever, players didn't see what happened four years earlier. You know, a lot of these guys weren't even born in 1994. So, you know, but I I do think that's important. Uh, but I, I guess my point is I do think that it is the Players Association. You know, it's not the Lawyers Association with help from the players. Um, the lawyers are obviously very important, but, you know, the players are the ones who have to make the decisions and sign off on this stuff and be comfortable comfortable with it for it to become a reality. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I remember, I mean, 94, I was just a young player in, in, uh, in my second year. And I remember my father before me, uh, had a big role in the players association. He was the national league rep. Uh, and I remember talking to him and, and saying, dad, what do you think? He said, the one piece of advice he gave me is he said, educate yourself. He said, go to these meetings, sit in on the meetings, uh, do, do as much as you can. You know, at the time I wasn't a very big voice because I was a young player. I was a second, I was there to listen. And it, it was such an educational pro process. Uh, any young player uh, today, I always say, get in those meetings, sit in on the meetings, learn, get experience. So when, when you have a labor situation come up, uh, you've got an educated opinion. It's not, Oh, well, let's just get it done. No, sit in those rooms, know what you're voting on and, and, and have an educated opinion. When somebody asks you the question, I remember back in the time I was the assistant rep for the reds and we go to these meetings and I'd come home and, you know, I'd bring, you know, back then it wasn't zoom and all that stuff. We might get a conference call together with my teammates, but I'd explain to them what was going on. And I had all these strong opinions coming in. These guys have not been to one meeting. They don't know what's going on. They see what they read in the newspaper, which is not always true. And I told them, until you get in those meetings, educate yourself, your opinion means nothing to me. The guys that are in there, I've got to listen to that because they know what they're seeing, what I'm seeing. But it was a really interesting process. I'm glad I went through it. Uh, and, and it, it was so educational seeing, and I, and I was there in the worst times, you know, when we got canceled and, and it wasn't a lot of fun. As far as today in the media, the way it is today, how has the way fans digest information changed? I mean, back in back in my day, back when you were first coming into the game, it was pretty much finish the game, go watch ESPN, and I've got to wait till the paper comes out tomorrow to see what they said, if it was nice or mean to me. Now everything's so instantaneous. Um, what do you think? What do you think about that? You think that's good for the game? And give me some of the pros and the cons that you think with our new way in 2023. Yeah, I mean, especially for somebody like me who, you know, grew up 
in that generation, it was an adjustment. You know, we went from no internet to the internet, then Twitter, then, you know, then you had Major League Baseball trade rumors and everybody's kind of racing to get their transaction reported first. And then six other people jump on with it. Um, I mean, I think it's good in a way that it does keep people engaged. Um, you know, it's always nice to be able to sort of feel like you know what's going on. I think the problem is, is that there's an awful lot of, well, I'll send this tweet out with very little context or, you know, instead of thinking first and then reporting, it's sort of throw it out there and get it out there as quick as you can, and then we'll sort it out later. And I think sometimes you get uh, misinformation. Sometimes, as you've seen, you know, one small incident can happen and people can get labeled, you know, this guy's a hothead or this guy's this, or, you know, you can't for, I feel for the athletes because I think they're under such a microscope, you know, that one misstep is really could have a huge impact on your entire career. So, um, you know, I, I just wish maybe sometimes not only with baseball and sports, but with everything, people could kind of just maybe put away the phone. And I have issues with that too, but put away the phone for a couple hours, go for a walk, take a deep breath and realize, hey, maybe maybe the initial jump to conclusion isn't exactly what the reality is. Yeah, because as you know, once you send that tweet, you sent it. And and you've seen some in the past that really have come back to haunt people. Uh, you know, maybe they're in an emotional state and they just think, oh, I got to get this out there. Oh, well, maybe that wasn't a very good idea, <laughs> getting it out there as, as quick as I could. You know, on the positive sides of today's game, today's media, man, I can get I can get up to it. It's none of those. How, how did they do? What's the score? It's no. Let me get on my phone. Oh, it's the middle of the fifth. There's two strikes on the hitter. Uh, that's obviously the, the really cool side of, of the technology we have nowadays. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 